0: Good afternoon. You are through to another bonus podcast. And I am, of course, your host, Dion. So happy Valentine's Day. How was your evening? Um, I'm hoping a lot of you are waking up in or spent the night in a lovely hotel somewhere. Or maybe you were at home chilling with the one you loved. Or if you weren't, I hope you spent the evening. You know loving yourself. Hope you bought yourself some flowers, made yourself a nice little meal. Um, whatever you did, I just hope no one out there felt yeah. lonely or anything like that because that is not what we want. So, well, you know, as for me, I don't have a Valentine, so I've not uh, really, yeah, I've not celebrated Valentine's for about three years now, to be fair. Um, but for me, I'm just not that bothered because you know a big song and dance was made for the you know for like 16 whole years so i am i'm okay maybe next year let's see maybe next year i might be feeling some type of way if there is not like a message or you know something um coming my way but i'm cool i'm cool i'm cool um what did i spend the day doing so obviously as you guys know i've been very unwell with the flu um as has my little bambina so um we just had a couple appointments um yeah that was it really Love. and yeah kind of just chilled at home for the Blade. day so that is all we did um yeah. <clears throat> so in today's bonus podcast i just want to talk to you a couple about a couple things going to be covering um the some of the reactions to the mixed pod um the mixed pod am i talking about um the mixed issues podcast um had a lot of very strong um reactions on that so guys what i am planning to do i am planning to um actually video record a live discussion on that so I'm just trying to get the, um, I need to find the right space. Um, I need to get the right people. I need to get the right equipment um, to kind of have that discussion because, I, you know, a lot of things about colorism were kind of thrown up. And um, yeah, I just, I'm not into, I, I don't, I've personally not really seen, um, a large conversation, um, about that from a mixed race person's perspective, if that makes sense. So, um, that's why I'm going to kind of do a video recorded version of that. And hopefully there'll be more to come. Um, I plan to do more visual stuff, but again, it's just, it's kind of another thing to add on to what I'm already doing kind of thing, you know, I'm, I'm also looking into kind of, not that I've completely abandoned going back onto the radio, but I just want to do things my own way. (laughs) So I'm just trying to find ways of how I can do things my own way and not have to answer to anybody, if that makes sense. Um, and just talk about the things that I want to talk about. People tune in, they tune in. If they don't, they don't. Do you know what I mean? But I have full creative, um, control over what I say and what I do. Um, Something really funny happened yesterday. Um, I just feel like I failed as a parent. So, you know, even before I had my daughter, I was always very mindful of, you know, when I had children, um, representation was always going to be something that was very important to me um, because like i even mentioned in the um the, in the mixed um issues pod you know i had situations when i was younger going to a predominantly um white school where you know i was the only black girl in my right. year for the entire time i was in my school saint right. joseph's um you know i not that i had identity issues per se but um You know, I was a bit reluctant to colour myself in brown and stuff like that. You know, you want the long, flowing hair that Tracy and Andrea have. And, you know, when they run, their ponytails swish from side to side. And, you know, all of that stuff is very much boils down to what we're exposed to. So I was, for me, I'm very, very mindful. Well, I was, clearly I was mindful, not mindful anymore. Um, But I'm very mindful about, you know what my daughter um, is exposed to so just for example like i remember when she was a lot younger if if she if it didn't just have animals if it was like an all white cast or something i wouldn't usually let her watch it because i want her to you know be able to see herself in the majority of things that she watches um and so i was quite strict in terms of that but again i had a lot of control because she was a lot younger now as you know kids these days are very advanced so you know i think from like nine months old she was able to find youtube on my phone and watch her peppa pig and do what she was doing much to my shock kind of thing um so you can imagine now she's two um i've hidden sometimes i've hidden apps within a folder she can find them she knows a shortcut bang she's in there now with her she's taken <laughs> she's taken a particular liking into english is my second language kiddie youtube so she watches a lot of um she watches a lot of kind of like eastern european um middle eastern uh youtube videos where i guess where the the children are learning how to speak english so um it's educational so i don't actually really mind because she's learning she's learning words and her her vocabulary is amazing like i stopped counting when she got to about 55 words and we're probably talking about a good year ago now i stopped counting because i just it was, it was fun at the time, but it's just, you know, it's just gone too far now. So she can speak in sentences. Her speech is very well. And she doesn't really spend time no. looking at Late. nonsense, If to be fair. Like, most of the stuff she watches on YouTube yeah. is very educational. Um, even if it is English is my second language, YouTube. Cool, whatever. So, with that being said, like, representation is very important. Now, obviously, the children that she's seeing on these particular videos are not black okay but it's okay it's okay it's okay now all of my daughter's dollies are black i never had that option when i was a child i made sure every dolly she has is a black doll so whether it's a baby doll a rag doll they are black um even it comes down to her books i try to as much as I can, again, representation, I try and get her books that are more aligned with her culture. Um, You know, she's half African, half Jamaican, so, well, half Ghanaian specifically, but so I try and get her books um, that are by African authors, for example, so she's got a few books by, um, she's got a, a Ghanaian, a Ghanaian author, um, one of her stories is called um, I think Amber and Dancing she's got another one um, called Femi the Fox um, so just stuff like that I just like her to have a good representation um, of people that look like her because it so, it's so important um, we've, we've not really gone into the whole movie watching thing yet um, yeah. so I was really surprised yesterday when we went to the dentist. (sighs) So we're at the dentist, we get there, and you know, she was up for it, but again, you know, she was still a little bit shy. So the dentist says to her, do you know what? I have a sticker for you. I'm gonna get you a sticker. So I was thinking, oh God, here we go. Because I remember the last time we came and he gave her a stick. he gave her a sticker and it was Belle from um, Beauty and the Beast. Don't get me wrong, I love Beauty and the Beast. But again I'm just very mindful because it's a white princess okay um, <laughs> so he comes with this big reel of princess stickers and they're all Disney ones and there is Princess Tiana so she's the first and only ever black princess um, Disney have oh. ever had and then I think it was Bear. The sleeping beauty princess I can't remember what her name is so me and my daughter's dad stood there with bated breath and literally it's like I know this is gonna sound so dramatic but it's like time stood still I could hear my own breathing my heart was thumping and we were both looking at her like the stress it was so stressful and then you know what she did she picked the blonde princess she picked the blonde princess and you know why she picked the blonde princess because she associates princesses with being white i felt like i have failed as a parent i feel like i have failed as a parent Now you might think I'm being you know over the top and it's funny because when I've had this conversation with other mums and I'm talking about like from when Sana was young like six months I'm like look you know I'm not saying she can't see other um, you know she can't watch you know white um, programs that have white people in it or white children or have you but I want her to have a balance. And they're like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. You know, I think you're just taking it way too serious. You know, kids, blah, 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 blah. And now here we are. She's just over two years old and she's already associated being a princess with being white. And I feel like I have failed. I have failed. I have failed. I have failed. It'll be different if she was given a choice out of Belle, maybe Snow White um, and... Ariel yeah Love. you have no choice but you had a choice now my only other thing I would say is is that like I say we don't watch movies um I've never we've never sat down and actually watched a whole movie because I just think that's just way too much screen time that's me personally um especially in one go so she to be fair she isn't she doesn't even know who Tiana is you know she probably just saw a little brown woman, girl, oh. whatever, and I guess Tiana's Tiana doesn't really have a big crown, does she? But but it's yeah. more of like a little tiara type thing. So, mate, <sighs> I just still wish she would have picked Tiana. That's all. And again, this goes back. If you if you haven't listened to um, the colorism and raising children episode, that was back in season two I believe. Yeah, go go ahead and, 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 and listen yeah. to that. Like for me, this is very, very important Wait. because I know what it was like for me growing up. Um oh, yeah. you know um <clears throat> and I just yeah I just I do not I d I don't I don't want my daughter to ever feel like she is not beautiful the way that she is and we are so lucky that we have a lot more authors we have um manufacturers who are specifically making um black dolls and toys for our black children kind of thing you know um so (laughs) i'm gonna report back in the next month and if anyone's got any recommendations for any because when i think about i'm like okay other than nella the princess knight Okay I tell you what If Nella the Princess Knight was an option I believe she would have picked Nella the Princess Knight Because she really does like Nella the Princess Knight I think she would have picked Nella Over My girl But actually I might have to test it So I'm going to test it out this weekend And I'm going to let you know what happens If she picks My girl again I'm going to have to like really revisit My whole life Um I hope no one takes offense by what I'm saying and if you do then that's a bit unfortunate because that just means you don't understand and you need to try and understand. Anywho um so that's that. Now regarding the mixed pod cast sorry hey. do you know what it is because I had the file saved as mixed pod Fair. that's why I keep referring to it as that. So just in terms of reaction so like I say I had a lot a lot a lot a lot of very strong reactions to um this particular podcast now if you haven't listened to it please do um so let me just go onto my instagram and see some of the first comments that we got so we've got one comment here and it says um what they probably mean let me just see if I can play this clip and I hope it comes up same, but I think the levels of what we're to in those experiences are very different. okay so can you give us an example yeah I mean I've heard I've heard many of the terms especially for mixed race women you know about oh. being crazy about um, being overly confused about not having a place oh. I've heard the terms about mixed race people in general sort of that's something that Alex alluded to trying to start their own you know you you guys are trying to start something else I mean I wish we was (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so um so one of the reactions we got from that was um with regards to mixed race i feel there's a lot of pressure placed on the individual to pick a side to identify with i know a gentleman who who has mixed race daughter he's been exposed to frequent verbal aggression and physical violence for dating outside his race he is angered that he is mocked by his own race and his daughter is denied by his own dad. However, he is blinded to how his daughter may be impacted by this. He sees his daughter as being black-ish and says she is not black as he is white. For many mixed-race children, things may get confusing if, within your home, your identity cannot be confirmed. I hope that makes sense. That makes a, a lot of sense. And I think, again, this is something probably that Um, a lot of mixed race kids must go through you know Um, if you have got a parent who is basically saying "Mm, well no you're not really that but you think you are then what do you do because you don't want to seem as if you're going against your your parent you know Um, so let's see what else we have here Okay, so I'm going to play you, um, uh, this is from the Instagram. dark skin women have a problem with two things. Light-skinned women and dark-skinned men being with... Light-skinned women, light women. women, yes. Because they're not with them. Right. And oh, they're hold, they're hold, they're on. They're hold on, hold on. Who are they? That's That's awful? the, the dark-skinned man. not the dark-skinned man. attracting the person that she wants maybe the mirror needs looking and you need to ask yourself what about is not <laughs> your color but what is it about you as a person that you're not getting what you're trying to get okay. maybe if they spend less time but i feel like okay so some reactions to to that post on instagram um so hidden gems london says Um, this what I just heard has so very much annoyed me Um, pink lady 82 says I personally never had a problem with light-skinned women or black men dating light-skinned women nor have I ever felt rejected by dark-skinned men there are enough of them to go around Um, then uh, Tech Ken on Instagram says interesting and then he goes on to say pardon my language but I always say what I don't make you what i eat don't make you shit. i don't agree with those that project their own morals judgments or insecurities onto others especially those especially those that do it aggressively or with disrespect at the same time i don't support those that actively avoid dating within their own race however i also believe that we shouldn't look for change we should be the change um and we have lucci 2508 saying she loves that comment um We've um, got another comment from L- LZ Def, um, I would definitely listen to this properly, I hope and pray my little Baba doesn't have to encounter what I just heard. My hubby no. did because he is mixed race and I've always said okay. I hope Myla doesn't have to go through that. Um, so that was her comment. Um, Then we had a comment from Mr. Demas38 and he says, colourism is a major issue in our community and even though it's acknowledged by most, they still perpetuate it. Um, He then goes on to say, My grandmother, who was dark-skinned, always told us not to bring any dark-skinned partners home. Most of my partners have been dark. She never actually said anything. But that was what we were told as young teens. It's sad. Fair. This world, this world, this world already bombards black folks with too much BS, and the last thing we need to do is keep up with the colorism thing. Um, he then goes on to say, "Light skin privilege definitely exists." Um, then we have Dire Thirty One Zero Nine saying, "In response to Mister Demas, I don't think so." Sorry, with a straight face. Um, so there is clearly. Um, Love. I guess a divide still in terms of how people um view or think um colorism kind of exists um I had a lot of messages on my on my whatsapp um one of them being uh, I might have to get back to it I felt really cross (laughs) um about some of the things that were were being said Love. So, um, a message that I got, I, cause I got loads of messages on my WhatsApp, yeah. um, said um, in response to the kind of light skin privilege side, she says, I think um, it's playing into light skin privilege, if I'm being honest, without wanting to own it. It's a form of appreciation because they're choosing how much association they want to have with their blackness and in what areas. A luxury of black identifying. A luxury a black identifying person cannot do the reality is that they cannot choose to be white and mix at the same time because white people aren't having it yeah. but yet they can come and tell a black person that basically I'm black when I feel like it and I am mixed when I feel like it I'm sorry but when are you white question um, mark because that never seems to be an option so where again it makes me put it down to proximity to whiteness in the black community you're not accepted as white, so you choose to manoeuvre as close to white within the black community um, yeah. by exercising their privilege by forcing black people to accept to accept this behaviour as acceptable yeah. is a form of demonstrating the proximity to white and their light skin privilege. It's an invisible superiority complex. Um, very good points. I mean. I, with with this lady you know we we were going back and forth talking about this for absolutely ages um but yeah i had a lot of really a lot of really good feedback um a lot of people wow. were like oh my god thank you this is such a brilliant um discussion Fair. Again, another um, a few comments from someone said, um, I personally have never thought anything about light skin privilege. I've never had issues with men, etc. And I've never noticed colorism until the explosion of social media. Um, and when I got an Instagram account, um, they said, Lee concerns me mostly. He seems to think that people make up racism and classism. Um, she also says, no. interestingly, I've never considered Laid. that mixed women... Are used for fun times etc and not longevity I didn't know that they felt this way Um, she says Lee finally identified that there are degrees of privilege Um, she also went on to say I I expected to be really offended by wasn't at all as they were all talking from personal experiences Um, conversations are we racism alarmed me more i'd be more interested to hear from individuals who label black women as having an attitude and say inflammatory things about the texture of our Mm. hair um etc and that that deem us in the eyes as unfit to be with i have no issue with preference wherever i've dated men from very pale to very dark um what i also found interesting like obviously everybody's individual experiences are different but i did notice that I did get quite a few um Love. I did get quite a few black women kind of saying Great. that they'd they'd never been affected by colorism. But I also think it does I think it boils down to perspective and how, on your perspective and how you see things because you may fully well have been subjected to colorism and you just didn't realize it. Okay, I'll give an example. So, um, Zara, in um, the, I think it was like the latter half of the the podcast, and, um, you know, I was asking her, you know, how she felt about not being approached by white men. Now, Zara had stated that she doesn't regard, even though she's Anglo-English, she doesn't regard herself... um, culturally as indian um and she kind of sees herself as white british so given that given that that's how she sees herself any any kind of subtle prejudices that she might have encountered she probably wouldn't have even paid any notice or or realized because why would she because as far as she's concerned she's white british so when i was saying to her for example you know um were you upset that white men didn't approach you or don't approach you? And she was like, um, a little bit, but it's probably because my white friends were more attractive, not because I look Love. that like I'm Indian. Blade. Again, it's your pers- it's your perspective, isn't it? Yeah. So I can't like the thing is, I'm not expecting people to say, Yep, yeah, you know, uh, my life has been downtrodden by colorism, but I find it strange that. You know, I can see colorism (laughs) flipping everywhere. Um, Like, literally everywhere. I see it everywhere. But there are still a lot of people that say they've never experienced it. They can't see it. It doesn't affect them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can go out to a club and I can see men fawning over mediocre-looking mixed-race girls or mediocre-looking light-skinned women but there's a banging dark skin woman over there banging much prettier better body but you're falling over yourselves for these ones i was i was having a conversation um with like. the um the guy who does the daddy series yeah. um podcast and um we were talking about it and i said to him you know what are your views and he was like well when i was growing up um you know the the idea of status was to have a german whip a chain and a light-skinned girl on your arm if you rolled through the ends with a light-skinned girl guys would be like right is that you Uh, do, 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 do you see what i mean and he's not he's three years younger than i am so i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know again i'm not saying i'm not saying that people being naive i'm i, I just don't i just don't see how people don't see it is is kind of my kind of parting no. words on that so yes look out for the visual debate on that one um really looking forward to that i need to get my bum into gear and get um a love laid bear live date in the diary so i can let you guys know you can come along um so wednesday we released um the love after love podcast and that was with um the founder of hidden gems um charlene she runs like i think quarterly speed dating events um so she came to talk about you know dating in your 30s and you know how times will change and what we should be looking for and whatnot so we had a nice little discussion um just to excuse my um nose blowing and coughing and spluttering because i'm um, I don't even know how honestly on my way on my way to to do that recording i was yeah. like i don't know how i'm gonna make it if you see my twitter you'll right. literally hear me say like how am i going to pretend like i'm not dying because yeah. i am but my mom hooked me up with this really good um lem sip i don't really usually drink those things but it worked it really perked me up um just didn't stop my nose from running um have i got to say i think that's it so guys um as usual if you haven't subscribed please subscribe i have finally been able to work out my stats so thank you to all my subscribers on apple itunes thank you so much i'm so grateful because i did not i didn't know if anyone subscribed on itunes and you actually have so thank you so much um my spotify followers are definitely increasing as well um and you know soundcloud so thank you all like honestly i really 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 appreciate the fact that you guys like me enough to want to subscribe to hear what i have to say so thank you and guys have a fantastic weekend whatever you do let's keep the love let's keep the love theme going so do everything in love all your words your thoughts um how we treat people do everything in love If you can't do it long term, just do it at least for this weekend. You know, the sun is shining outside. Um, You know, the weather's starting to pick up a little bit. So let's enjoy. And um, yeah, I love you. Take care. And I'll see you next week for another episode. See ya. Bye. Ladies.